Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. Thank you for listening to Exploring Missions, and we pray that you would be blessed today as you find out that God really can use you. Uh, I don't know if that uh, blesses you or not. It blesses me when I found out God could use someone like me. Uh, and I was qualified because it says he uses the weak things and the foolish things. And I said, Lord, I am qualified. And so I pray that you would see, God, what would you have me to do would be your question of the day. Our co-host today, Nathan Harper. Nathan, uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me here. And it's always good to have you. Today, our guest is going to be John Riley. And uh, John works here at AFR, AFA. Um, he has he has many tasks. He's been a on the air personality for years, and I I always appreciated his love for the Lord and love for missions when he would it would come through, and now he's in the creative department helping us uh, do all kinds of things. But one thing he still does, he helps us partner with missionaries and missions and ministries that are around the world. And Nathan, that's an important aspect. The scripture even shows that, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. I mean, I think God expects all of his children to work together to accomplish the task that he gives us in sharing the gospel and in making disciples of all the nations. The task is too big for any one person, any any organization, any church to do by themselves. It takes a, a, the global body of Christ working together. And you know, partnerships uh, in in doing that and working together is extremely important uh, to that work of the gospel. Um, I'm thinking of Philippians chapter one. Uh, I want to read a few verses there, if you don't mind. In uh, Philippians one uh, verses uh, three through five, it talks about how you know first Paul is thank is giving thanks for his remembrance of the brothers and sisters there. I give thanks to my God for every remembrance of you, always praying with joy. For all of you in my every prayer. So his thanksgiving overflows into prayer. Uh, and the whole experience is, is surrounded by joy. That's really, if you look at the book of Philippians, joy uh, in unity is kind of the theme. And so he starts off talking about joy, how he's thankful for the brothers and sisters in Philippi. And he prays for them on a regular basis. And then verse 5, because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And so that's, that's a really good descriptor of how the body of Christ should be working. We should be thankful for one another. We should be praying for one another, and we should be partnering together. Uh, all of that leads to uh, joy in being together with the, you know, in sharing the work of the gospel. The very last verse of that chapter, Philippians chapter 1, Paul reminds them, he says, Since you are engaged in the same struggle that you saw I had and now hear that I have, we're in this together. The mm-hmm. ups and downs, the struggle of, of making disciples of all the nations, this global mission, it's a struggle. It's difficult, but we're in it together. And, and that brings strength. It brings strength. Uh, it brings joy and unity. It does. 
John, I want to personally thank you for what you do in bringing us partners here on the radio network, American Family Radio, to partner with to help carry the Great Commission around the world. Well, it's just a beautiful opportunity, as you mentioned, to connect the body of Christ with all of these different ministries. And I love the verses that you read there from Philippians that talk about partnering, because that's truly what it is. It's a partnership of the gospel. This is not about American Family Radio or American Family Association. This is about advancing the kingdom of God. And with any of these partnerships that American Family Radio has had over the last many, many years, it's all about advancing the kingdom of God and the proclamation of the gospel. Our founder, Don Wallman, knew that. And early on, he would partner with people and individuals. Uh, Matter of fact, even in his area of of activating citizens to bring about some holiness and trying to fight back the darkness. He was always partnering with people like James Dobson. Uh, They founded the ministries in 1977 at the same time. And so partnership has always been a part of what American Family Association, American Family Radio has been about. It is. And, you know, you look back over the, the last many, many years, it's never been about American Family Association or American Family Radio. Brother Don, from, from its inception, as you mentioned, has never been afraid to embrace other ministries that are in line with what we're doing here and to help them get their message out, because we know it's bigger than just us. I mean, it's not, it's not about us. It's about the kingdom of God. And that really is what it all boils down to. You know, I think about what is where is in the scripture where it talks about some parts of the body have this yeah, do this and some in parts Corinthians, yeah. in Corinthians. You know, we all have a part to play yeah. as you as you read in that scripture in Philippians as well. So that's how I see it. Yeah, and in doing so, what we have is from the very beginning, especially the radio. When God began to bring the radio network together, it was one time. It was one station. You were on it when it was one station. I was, you know, I go back. Uh, that's crazy, crazy. Hey, I was listening, man. I know. <laughs> John's, you know e- John's voice is just really amazing and, and easy to well, listen to. Thank yeah, you is. so much. You know, back uh, in um, 1991 is when I came to be a part of American Family Radio. It was me and a couple of others that were here. And I was here before American Family Radio was even on the air back then in 91. And it was just a joy. I had no, I mean, I sort of had a sense of what Brother Don was, was doing at that time, trying to, well, trying to that's accomplish. That's amazing. I Nobody mean, just, else did. I know. That, he, he was, he was a, <laughs> he's a type A driven personality. Yeah. But then I got here and I realized, oh my goodness, this is more than just one radio station. He wants to impact this culture, impact this country with the gospel and do it through radio. It's, it's, it was already happening through American Family Association. So I'll tell you, boy, looking back, 91 uh, when I came, and now 26-plus years later, it's just a, a great ministry. And I do love the heart of American Family Association and American Family Radio of partnering with other ministries, and they're not ashamed to do that, and I love that. Amen. Well, in doing that, uh, you are the lead guy in these partnerships. Uh, tell me how you decide who we're going to partner with. What's the process? Give a little bit. This is this This radio program's doing two things. We want people to know the inside a little bit. Uh, of how we do, why we do what we do with these partnerships. What brings it about? You know, I think uh, as I've discussed this with the leadership and with Jim Stanley, the general manager, and others, I think one of the one of the key foundations, too, is that we want to make sure that this is a ministry that is full of financial integrity. Because when people 
When people give to a ministry, they want to make sure that what they're giving to is solid, that it's a, a ministry that is full of integrity. So I think when you look at the, the base of why we do what we do, man, it's got to have financial integrity. So we really look at that. And then, you know, we look at, um, is it helping to, to proclaim the gospel? You know, is it helping to, um, you know, reach people for Christ? So there's a, I mean, those are just a couple of things that we, we look at, I think, when we were looking at partnerships. And, and these criteria are very important, and we try to do it ourselves. I mean, we get reports all the time about how individuals have come to Christ listening to American Family Radio, and ours is talk, and we have music on the music side, and we have the urban network that this program goes out now on urban, and we're trying to reach a, a large segment, Nathan, uh, even in America, we hear about the unreached people groups in Asia, especially. Is it the 40, what's that window? Yeah, the 1040 window. 1040 window. But here in America, there's pockets where, you know, it's amazing. And one of them is in prisons. And what's amazing is how this radio network uh, goes into these areas, whether it be prisons or, or, or communities that maybe not have the light of Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean— the, the proclamation of the gospel, preaching the word um, in every corner of, of, of society, of, of, a, of a place of a, where people live. Um, priority number one, you know, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the task that, that Jesus has left us to do. Um, and, John, you mentioned about uh, financial integrity being an important aspect of, of deciding how partnerships are carried out and who to, who to partner with. That's extremely important. Just in in any uh, for any individual for um, a church for an organization that that also uh, feels called to partner with others, um, you know you see it in the mission world quite often where uh, a lot of times it's Western finances, American money that uh, is sent or given to a to a place, and then you kind of wonder what happened with that. What what you know where's the responsibility accountability with that. And so often, finances can corrupt something that that starts out good with you know good intentions. Um, if the integrity is not there, it can really corrupt it and and even bring about like a dependency kind of situation. That happens pretty often in mission work, and so it's really important to to do our due diligence to look and see how finances work, how it's spent, how can we be true partners and not just. Uh, you know, patrons of, of of somebody to do something that we don't want to do, we'll just give them money so they can do it. But real partnerships, I mean, here's Paul writing to the church in Philippi, and he's in prison as he's writing this. And he's saying, you're with me. Even though I'm in chains, you're with me. And it's for the proclamation of the gospel. Um, and so, you know, he's letting them know, hey, the support that you've given me, this is where it's ended up. I'm in prison. Um, you know, this is, and, and you're right here with me, you know, you're right so, here with me. That's so true. Uh, you know, that partnership is, is, uh, we can't overstate how we important cannot. it is. We can't. Yeah. We want to know, uh, we hear it one at a time. Do you have the list or some of the list that we partner with? And I, I do. And I, not all of them, but I've got a few in front of me and you mentioned, Partnership, Nathan, and, and I'm thinking right now of a partnership that we've had over the last many, many years with an organization called India Partners. Yes. And I personally had an opportunity to go to India. 
a couple of times and see the ministry of India Partners. They have a lot of different aspects of what they do. They do water wells. Uh, they do a lot of different things. A couple of things that we've been involved in is nights of safety. Um, there are uh, precious girls who are often trafficked yeah. into the red light district areas in India, and American Family Radio has helped to actually, uh, through the Ministry of India Partners, get these girls out of those red light districts and into a safe home, which is absolutely amazing. So that's kind of one aspect. And then partnership. You mentioned that that word. Um, American Family Radio listeners actually helped to build a children's home, a boys' children's home, an orphanage there in India. Wow. That's a partnership. Yeah. And these boys come here through a wonderful ministry of Pastor Eliezer, and they hear the gospel, and they, are, they get education, and they get medical uh, support. And these are kids, some of them off, off the street, and they come in. And partnership, our AFR family members came together and literally helped to fund to build an entire uh, structure, orphanage, that is going to house all of these, these boys. In fact, I think they're already in it now. Awesome. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's just one of the partnerships. Yeah, that's awesome. And you're talking about the integrity. The, our listeners has confidence. They have confidence in us to check that out. That's right. And then India Partners invites people over there to see what the money yes. of the listeners has done. That's some accountability, isn't it? So you've been there a couple of times, and I know Jeff and Ann Reed, who have been on this program before, they've been there. Others have been there. Randall Murphy has been there. So uh, it's having that ability for accountability is important. Huge. And uh, that's, that's, again, one of the key things of what we're trying to do is that um, if we don't have that financial accountability, that integrity, it's, it's, it, would be, uh, it would be an organization that we wouldn't want to partner with because we're also stewards. You know, American Family Radio is a steward. We have airwaves that we're, we use for the, for the proclamation of the gospel. So we have to um, pray about that and, and also be careful on what we do through the airwaves as well. So, yeah, that's a great ministry, India Partners. And that's just one of them. You know, and I think of a local ministry called Operation Tank Full of Love. That's another ministry <laughs> with uh, Eric Horner, our good partner. And what they do there is literally our listeners have helped to raise funds to help uh, provide free gasoline for our soldiers in uh, on a base in Kentucky, which is awesome. Mm. And they not only get the free gas, but you have volunteers that are there praying for the soldiers as they're getting gas and just sharing sharing the love of the Lord with them. So that's that's amazing as well. So not only internationally, but we have a lot of things going on locally. Uh, that's awesome. Well, that, that sounds like Acts 1-8, part of that, about going to the different areas and— uh, you know, it says there, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the earth. And uh, so our mission is our radio voice that goes into these places, but also partnering with others that will go into those places because they, they're they limited in what they can do. We're limited in what we can do, but combined, there's a, a ministry there beyond measure. The one that, that Operation Tank Full of Love is for those military, it does two or three things as well as I've observed it. Uh, it lets these soldiers know of our appreciation of their service. And uh, in a day uh, when we're recording this, there's a lot of debate about what's going on with the national anthem and the flag. 
we're not this program doesn't go into that area. So we leave we'll leave that to the other programs, John and Nathan, and and all of that. But what we're saying is we love you, we stand with you, and we appreciate the sacrifice that these soldiers and their families make. And so Operation Tank Full of Love is an awesome ministry that another one with the Operation Word, Operation Christmas Child. Now I of all the ministries that I've seen I've been in many churches, uh, especially the last six years that I've been with American Family Association employee, and even before that as chairman of the board and a, and a member of the board, go to churches, different denominations, all different sizes. I haven't been to one yet that does not participate in Operation Christmas Child. Now, how do we operate that way? We we, we support we do. it. Yeah, we do. Don't we, we do. We we try to. Uh, we do it in a number of ways. We we air radio spots. We do some interviews, encouraging people to build these shoe boxes. Nathan, you know the such a simple concept of putting um, things inside of a shoe box, uh, toys and toiletries and things like that, and then Operation Christmas Child through Franklin Graham's ministry, Samaritan's Purse. They take these shoe boxes and they get them to countries around the world. They work through the local church, which I know... You know a, that, that sounds great? like that may be something unusual. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that part of what Operation Christmas Child does because they, they really... A key part of what they do is working through the local church. So they get these shoeboxes out to the local churches around the world, and then they get it to these children. These children hear the gospel. The gospel is proclaimed through something as simple as a shoebox. The shoebox is just kind of the... Know, the open door, right? You know, it's just an opportunity for these kids to get something nice. But when they are there, they get this presentation of the gospel. So it's pretty awesome. So that's one thing. And then also, it's not just the shoebox. Then you have the greatest journey, the, <laughs> the greatest follow-up. journey. It's the follow up. It's called yes. discipleship. That's Nathan. right. That's right. And that's yep. that's what we as a church lack, lacking a little mm-hmm. bit on that. And so Operation Christmas Child really does the whole whole thing. It does evangelism. And then connection and discipleship. Though that's yeah. that's really what he talked about, isn't it? Yeah. And you know the When the, I say he, the Lord Jesus. <laughs> the the means of carrying that message and the means of making disciples, you know, I I like the creativity of just a shoebox, you know, simple giving a gift uh in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But then um the real life application of God's word. And showing how, even as a child, as a family, you can follow Jesus. And, and this is kind of what it looks like in your context, in your place. Um, and this is, here's a body of Christ. Here's a local church here to help equip you in, in that. And it's all right there in, in kind of one package. It's, it's pretty amazing. And, and what is amazing is gathering your children or grandchildren to help carry out this ministry by going to a store, I'm not going to say which ones, and collecting the toys to put in that, and they're involved in it. So they're learning to give and be a part of it early on. It's a great ministry. And let's talk about accountability. Here, usually at AFR, we have an invitation from Operation Christmas Child for somebody here to go on one of the trips to deliver those so we can see it firsthand. Yeah, there are several staff members that have have had an opportunity to do that. I've actually had an opportunity to travel to one of the countries where they were distributing it and saw it firsthand. And again, it is the real deal. They are all about the gospel. And so um, it's an amazing thing to see. You know, you mentioned um, 
you know, just children getting involved. I mean, that, that's got to be so important to teach our children the, the, you know, the proclamation of the gospel in such a simple way like that, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, you know, I imagine in a lot of families, uh, the children are the kind of, are the ones leading the leading the charge in in Operation. <laughs> they Christmas hear it child. announced at church, and they say, "Mom, we got to go get it. We got to right. do it." Uh, a child understands the importance of a simple gift, and a lot of times, us adults, we forget how impactful that can be. Um, but being involved as a family, even teaching children how to give, how to think of others, um, and and pray for others as we are doing this. And, and even there's ways that even the Operation Christmas Child, you can actually track your shoebox and see where it goes. My daughter, a few years ago, uh, struck up a pen pal relationship with, uh, with a, a child on the other side of the world just by tracking the shoebox. And it, I think it got to Ukraine or somewhere like that. And they, they exchanged a few letters for a while of this child and telling about her life and what it was like to grow up in her place and, and my daughter doing the same. It's really amazing. I mean, it's, it's, it's really a, a, something that's bigger than any one of us. And if you've ever heard Franklin Graham tell the story, he agreed to do it for a church when he really wasn't into it. And it's, it's amazing how God does stuff, and he does take the simple thing. Have y'all noticed the simple things are the, really the things that work best? Yeah, that's true. People understand simplicity. When it's complicated, it it's— over some of our our heads, and I'm one of those. Another one that we do is Truth for Youth Week. Yeah, Truth for Youth Week is I love that ministry and that organization with uh, Pastor Tim Todd, and uh, it's a real simple concept. We uh, partner with him to give away free Bibles, and these Bibles are given to young people all across the country. These young people then promise to pass them along to a friend in school, mm. and I tell you, as a result of that, you talk about the proclamation of the gospel. I can't remember the complete figure, but it's over 3,000 plus. It's got to be more than that, but it's at least 3,000 young people who have surrendered their lives as a result of the simple little project of a young person handing a Bible to another young person in their school, one of their friends, and the gospel is going forth. I mean, it's amazing. That's awesome. I want to track this one. This is the one I really wanted to track a little bit about partnership. So Reverend Tim Todd is an evangelist. He goes to a church. He, ha- he receives offering for the Truth for Bible Week. So the church that he's preaching, he receives the money. He takes that money, gives it to a publisher. They publish the Truth for Youth Bibles. He has them in store. He has his people at his ministry headquarters ready on phone, and then he comes here for a few days, and during that few days, he's on our radio airways making note that if you will agree to give these Bibles away, we will send it to you so that this youth can can receive it and then give it away. How many steps is that? You know, but that's what I call partnership. Uh, we don't raise the funds for that. Mm. I mean, this is unusual. Most of the ministries that we're involved in, we're raising funds so that we can send the shoeboxes or so that we can uh, put the gas in the tank. But here, it's just people. Give us the people. That's that's a pretty unique idea, John. <laughs> it really is. And I'll tell you, the impact that it's had uh, over the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years that we've been doing this is absolutely amazing. The, the young people that have been impacted and have surrendered their lives over to the Lord, the stories are just absolutely incredible. So let's let's turn this inward a little bit. 
let's let's look how God could use us if we would partner with someone. And I, my wife and I, we do the marriage conferences and family revivals. We do the fishbowl retreat that and. What we're trying to do is strengthen the partnership between a husband and a wife. That partnership is vital in missions. The relationship between children and parents, that partnership is vital. The partnership that a family has with a local body of believers, regardless of the size, regardless of whether it's a home church or whether it's a mega church, it that partnership got, when God came and Jesus started his ministry, he started out by calling men to partner with him, did he not? Yeah, he did. And from the very beginning, when God created Adam, he said it's not good for man to be alone. The first problem yeah. was not sin. The first problem was aloneness. Yeah, lack of a partner. Yeah. Um, we're created for partnerships. partnerships. We are. Um, and, you know, if we're trying to do things on our own, one, I think we're not going to be able to do it. Two, we're missing out on what God has for us in in relationships with another. It, and, and so you might think, well, you know, if I want to do it my way, I have to do it by myself. Well, true, but maybe we shouldn't be just trying to do it our way. Um, God's way is to work together as a body. And uh, that's, Does that not show humility? Uh, in other words, what I have to do to work in a marriage is humble myself so I don't always get it my way. For me to be a part of a body of believers, uh, I'm not looking for the perfect church. If I did and I joined it, I would I would mess that perfection up. I mean, you know, I know everybody's heard that, but that is truth. And so we're looking for partnership, and in a way, there are some criteria: financial accountability, Jesus in His position as the gospel and ministry. But we may not find somebody that lines up with every T crossed and every I dotted perfectly. That's not what we're looking for in partnerships. We're looking for someone who loves the Lord, knows the Word, is the way that we're going to know God through, through the Word and through His Spirit. And we decide we're going we're to work with them. And we sacrifice some of what we do when we do that here at AFR. Uh, we have share two times a year. We take money in. But all during the year, we're a channel where the money comes in, and we send it on to other ministries. That's partnership. Does that show humility, Nathan? Oh, it requires humility. And Jesus modeled that for us. Um, he could have done all the work himself, <laughs> but he includes his disciples. He includes his church. He includes you and me and all of us together. Our, our guest today has been John Riley. He is here uh, with AFR, American Family Radio, and uh, he's in charge of our mission partnership. John, last word about partnership. Hey, thank you so much for this opportunity. And, you know, I think it's it really comes down to this. We find what God is doing, and we're really partnering with God. I mean, really, when you think about it, find out what he's doing, and that's what's happening with these ministries, and just partner with what he's doing and impact the gospel. That's what we desire for you. God's working. And uh, if, if you don't know he's working, say, Lord, open my eyes that I might see what you're doing in my life and others. And may I join with others in carrying out this great commission that changes lives. Lives are changed because people are on mission for God. 
Again, thank you for listening to Exploring the Missions here on the American Family Radio. We appreciate your partnership as those who pray for us, who give to us. And we want you to partner with God as you share the good news of Jesus Christ with a lost and dying world.